Cormel. If she embarrasses me, man, I like that. I think she's out of my league, but I like that. I think she's older than me, but I like that. Slim thick, pricky double D's and ass fat. Oh shit. Welcome to Any Given Fun Day, brought to you by Manscaped, home of the Lawnmower 4.0. Take that thing to your down low and explore the magic of Manscaped. Welcome to Any Given Fun Day. Joey Haas, Ray Ostrout, Kobe Brickner, B. Molson, the cut like Neo Sporin. We're ready, we're here, and we're vibing. Once again, brought to you by Manscaped. Raymond, how are you? Doing good, man. Uh, coming off a nice, long bender of a weekend in Boston. Yankees pulled off. It was the Isaiah kind of Falefa game. What was the What was the home run call that he had? Did you see that? Uh, uh, oh yeah, it was, it was like, the first one of the year, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something yeah, about like, two being of them. a player or something like that. Isa- yeah, kind of Falefa player. The player or, or something like that. Yeah. Isaiah the player or something, right? Right, but no, it was it was a really fun time. Uh, Boston was a lot of fun. I fucking love it there, man. I really do. Boston is is a really good time. Uh, it was good to to vibe out with the boys, and um, <laughs> we made a pack alive. I think that's probably the uh, the biggest thing. What? After seeing oh, a, yeah. a glimpse of into the light, pretty much while we were on our doing the right thing, have the Uber driver back. Yeah, that was rough. And we almost go face first into a cement wall. Yeah, yeah, that was really bad. 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, our Uber. Our Uber almost sent us right into a... Like, bro, I swear to God, I was... You were so bad he apologized. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, he he apologized. Did he? Oh, I was fucked. Dude, I don't... The only thing I remember from that car, I swear to God, is like... Or mostly that night. Dude, it's It's like being... Because I was in the middle, like in the back seat, right? And I just remember like seeing... I have a visual in my head of seeing the straight shot into a cement wall. And the lights like... And then you just jerked it right at the end. And I didn't really realize it until they told me in the morning. I was like, bro, I literally thought I was dreaming when you when that happened. Yeah, dude, it was pretty scary. It was that messed up. It's pretty scary. But But we're here. Yeah. (laughs) That's all that matters. Um, so uh few things definitely on the agenda today. Um, I definitely want to touch on I want to do the Buffalo Bills predictions, right? We've done the Jets, we've done the Giants. Now it's time to do the Bills, right? That final New York sports team, uh football team rather. And um, I definitely want to talk about some of the Yankees problems that are going on. We'll hone in on one guy specifically uh, and have a little fun with him uh, because I definitely want to have some fun. And uh, yeah, and then we'll just see where, where the show goes. Uh, maybe maybe I want to have another conversation and expand on last week's conversation that we had about uh, Buck Showalter and Aaron Boone. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll just see where this puppy goes. Sounds good to me. Cool. Um, so let's start, let's start with that actually, Ray. Uh, we did the, we, we, we had our conversation last week, um, about the, the difference of the Yankees and the Mets, who we think is going to make it further in the playoffs and for what reasons. And at the end of it, we started to talk about it a little bit, but I kind of want to get into it some more. And that was Buck Showalter and Aaron Boone, right? What they mean to their respective teams. And I just, I felt like it was a good conversation and I, I liked where it was going, but I feel like we just could have a whole you know, a little conversation about it in the first place. And, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be a long one, but just the fact that, you know, we're watching now the Mets just completely turn their season around from where they were last year as opposed to this year. And, you know, there's really not many new pieces on the team. 
there's you know there's Scherzer and but it's not like I don't know with minimal moves Marte and Scherzer right like and then you add in you know your your beat your C and B pieces but like the Yankees go out and they they have you know a different team I'd say to to an extent right they change up their catcher their infields their third baseman right so I don't know I just feel like Buck Showalter's had a crazy impact on the Mets and Aaron Boone's had an impact on the Yankees. But like I wanted to go through just like managing traits, I guess, and like talk about why. Like why you know what I mean? No. What do you mean why what though? Just like, like why why did they, why or why they Boone done? why couldn't Aaron Boone step into the Mets situation and flip it around if he was given that roster as opposed to if Buck Showalter like why he stepped in and it worked. And then like the thing with the Yankees too, like if Buck Showalter was the manager of the Yankees right now, would they be in a better position, the same position, the worst position? Yeah. I don't think that it's an easy situation because I feel like if you look at the ma- the managers of Yankees of the past, right, it's kind of been, they've been around the block, been in the league for a decently long time. Like they brought Boone, Boone, this is really his getting into it stage. Buck Showalter has been doing this for 20, whatever years, if not more probably, but he just knows how to win. And this is the best situation that he's been put into and the best team that he's ever had a chance with probably since like, what was it? The 95 or 96 Yankees, I think when they had the lockout and then they weren't able to play. So it's like when you bring a guy like Buck Showalter into this team, it shows, it shows what this team, this team was under 500. Right, but last that's year. my question is you say that, right? You say, when you bring a guy like Buck Showalter and like, why did, why does he have the impact he has? Like what are the traits? Because so like I was saying, going back to the fact that you bring a guy like Aaron Boone in, right? You bring a guy who's newer into it. I don't think the Yankees is the best situation to jump into. He's never had the presence. Like he played for the Yankees, but was he ever a star player for the Yankees? No, he was, he was more of a role like kind of guy. You know what I mean? He wasn't Derek Jeter. He wasn't A-Rod. He wasn't any of the big names on the team when they were winning baseball games. He had the one big, play which which led to him and everybody thinking oh this is gonna be sick this is gonna be sweet like having a guy who's been there and done that in the playoffs like this is gonna be it like no like you want a guy who's gonna clap back at management Aaron Boone ain't gonna fucking do that I'm sorry but you know Buck Showalter's gonna run this shit run the ship how he wants to run it regardless and he's gonna be like yo we're gonna go fucking get this guy and the guy and then upper managers be like okay I believe you like we're gonna go do that like, we're going to go get Starling Mete. We're going to go get Max Scherzer. Because, like, and then Buck Schulter's like, imagine having to go into a series and you're already up 2-0, like, just guaranteed in the playoffs. Like, if we just make it to playoffs, we're up 2-0 every series. What else would you want to do? The Yankees, on the other hand, Garrett Cole, I think, has lost nine miles on his fastball in the last six years. But I will say this. I will, I will say this. The last six quality starts that the Yankees have had have all been losses. And I'm yeah, saying yeah, by, by pitchers. In a row, yeah. yeah. The six the six losses that they've recently had, all six of those guys who went out and started that game Pitched had well. a quality, like quote-unquote quality Quality start. is less than three runs in six innings. That's Which, quality. If you're thinking about it, I mean, and like, like I said to you the other day, it, it's kind of weird how baseball is playing right now. I feel like, you know, usually you go on, you see that, you know, 10-plus run game. Well, Someone yeah, it just, starts to get, as it gets like in a super hot part of summer, right? Like yeah, August, yeah. you usually just see the ball travel a little bit more. And it's, but it was hot. It was fucking hotter two weeks yeah, ago than yeah, it is it was, right now. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, why Why is all the stats dipping? And maybe everyone, everyone's just kind of hitting that slump in that mid part of the year where it's after the All-Star break, everyone's still trying I to... I feel like it's almost go time. It, it really is. And I've just... Right now, it's the, it's the Dodgers, 
the Mets, the Braves. I will still say the Yankees. I saw the uh, the Giants are starting to heat up too. Yeah, um, I think they're a dangerous team. To they, they just have depth. They don't have anybody that's going to stand out and punch in in the teeth. Crawford, yeah, you know Crawford's mean? pretty good. Yeah, he's always he's just a solid veteran that's been around yeah. for a really long time. Um, but going back to really just like Showalter versus Boone, the, the biggest thing is Buck Showalter isn't going to come in and let anybody else change how he manages. He's going to say, "I'm going to do it my way." And it's going to work or it's not. And if it doesn't, I'm, we'll, we'll part ways. Like, you can go fucking find somebody else. Boone walks into, like, he, he should have started with, like, a Phillies team or, like, a Pirates team or a rebuilding team with, with young stars to get to build him up to that point. Like, you think of, like, Craig Council and— Well, I mean, that's um, like what he other, had, though. What? Young star—I mean, he had Judge. My, my bigger stor- story of it is, though, is you're going into New York. Regardless, how much slander have we seen on the Mets when they went on their skid this season? When they had injuries. Right. It's it's a completely different world out there when you are a part of the New York Yankees organization. It's been 15, 14 years since you've been like that close to winning a World Series, even been there and won the whole thing. He Buck Schulter's coming into a situation of they were under fucking five hundred last season. He he's got he's got nothing to sweat. What the fuck does he have to lose? He's been in the league. He what, hasn't won shit. I feel like though Boone, that, ha, Boone has a reputation to build. I feel like there's a lot of pressure though on Showalter because like you already have the resume. Now you have the roster. It's like he he was like I feel like the the biggest thing is like Buck Showalter steps up to the fucking plate, and I don't mean that you know as a pun or literally right because he's a baseball manager, but like he steps right up and he's like right, like he's like all right, here's the task at hand. How the fuck do I do it? Yeah. Aaron Boone's like, well, it'll take a couple years. Uh, but after that, once we have our guys that are in the minor leagues come out up, I think they're, I think we're going to be pretty good. No, but seriously. You know, we're going to have Garrett around. We're going to have Judgey around. Maybe we'll have, uh, you know, John Carlo play a little outfield and maybe some IKF. But, you know, I think in a couple of years when Jason the Martian comes up and all those guys, I think we're going to be really good. That's the difference. <laughs> no, that's Joey. You've never heard Joey do that voice? Joey always does that fucking voice. I can't believe he had, I think that's the longest I've heard him hold that voice, though. That was pretty impressive. Um, but to your point, like I said, do you think Buck Showalter came in the league and just fucking started being the best manager in the league? Like, no. Yeah. Look at him in the, with the Orioles. He fucking had Zach Britton, the best closer in baseball at that time. And he left him out there. Uh, like he left him in the pen against the Blue Jays. That man had, that team had so much promise. And that's the one thing that's like stopped Buck Showalter. Like, yeah, he could have a really good regular season. He but can what turn is, team But around. what are we watching right now where, like, Aaron Boone's making those big mistakes? He's not. He's just not good. He's just not a good manager. But what what does that also have to do with? Think about the moves that they've made. Like, Benny, you would think that's a good move, right? He – sometimes it just doesn't fit. Like, they, they, they want to go get the names that people want to see. That's the problem also with – like, I go on Twitter, bro. Twitter is what like for the Yankees is one of the most cruel places you can go. If you make an error, you strike out three times in a game. Uh, you do whatever. Good, get them. There's uh, there is a talking Yanks. There's somebody out there who, and, and rightfully so, you can like it's New York. Get I get it. In the same sense, though, how's Joey Gallo doing out in beautiful LA? Not not good. Yeah, that was that was a fluke. What his home run. He's had he's no, he's, he's hitting he's hitting over three hundred with four home runs Fuck since he's him. been in L.A. Fuck that dude. So how's that a fluke? Fuck that guy. You get what I'm saying though? <laughs> See, you're salty. Just 
Yankees fans, man. I swear. If you know, I, I, I just, you guys, when you see something good, you embrace it. You love it. You, you put them up on a pedestal. And then when they're shit, you want them gone. And you want someone else to come in new. That's a big name. Yeah. You're How right. How's that helping them? That's what we do. Right. But what big names have you brought in? Besides, I would say John Carlos about and Cole. Who else? Now you probably don't have Clay Holmes most of the rest of the year because of his See back. Ya. See, ya. your he's, IR is he's a ween. Up. He's a ween too. He's a he's a major ween. I don't know. I think the like I said the the biggest difference between Shaw Walter and Boone is Boone is a Boone went in right away to being a puppet. That you 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 shouldn't be doing that as a manager. Like if you are the Yankees, like I get you want to bring in a fresh fresh face. He doesn't have that. Like he's tried to with the um the whole uh what was the slang or the like the terminology they were using a few years ago? Uh, oh, fucking savages, savages in the box, right? Like that whole thing, right? That that sparked it for a little bit. Now what's it been since then? Not savage. It, it hasn't been anything since then, though. You know what I mean? He had that one moment savage. to hype everybody up and get everybody behind him, and now it's a matter of actually going out and coaching baseball games, making good decisions. I don't know. Teaching people the fundamentals because, like, we saw obviously in that one game, and you know, I get they're MLB baseball players, but at the end of the day, a coach in a in a in a culture is what makes a team good and what makes a team gel. How many how many Mets managers have we seen over the past couple of years that this has been pretty much the same roster and the the players haven't played up to their capabilities and the team just hasn't looked like they've been and now they look like they're fucking brothers out there. It's a different type of energy. You can go and win games and be a, a great baseball team on paper, but if things start to hit the fan, it's how do you turn around from them? The Mets and Buck Showalter have already shown with injuries and with that happening, that getting over that little hump. And yeah, they've lost two in a row, but guess what? They got fucking DeGrom or Scherzer coming back out in the next in three days. Who cares? They're not going on a five-game losing streak because those guys are going to come out and one of the two is going to win. You get what I mean? It's Buck, but it's also having the right guys and going out and splashing. The Mets have been making bigger moves than the New York Yankees in the past couple of years. Think about that. Steve Cohen is fucking slinging his cock around saying, here's my wallet, here's my bank account, take it and go win. All right. I'm ending with this right here, right? The Yankees had a chance this offseason to get Buck Showalter as their manager. They it chose. Me. It shocked me. They chose to go with Aaron Boone. I will always have the thought in the back of my head now. What if Buck Showalter was the manager of this team right now? Would the team be better? Would it be worse? Where would it be? I would like to assume it'd be better, and he would be a guy that can fix this this skid that they're on. But that's where that's all I'm saying. I'm, and, done, I'm and done. Here's what I'm saying. Like I'm not sitting here saying you guys made bad signings. Like Montas. So, like he's a, he's a, he is a solid average pitcher, but does he fit into New York? A guy who's been playing in Oakland his whole career with no pressure on him, bring him into the bright lights. Benny at least has played in Boston, but it, like I said, it's about meshing guys together. Like I feel like Buck Showalter knows what guys is going to come in. Like Marte's going to come in and have a good relationship with Lindor. He's going to have a good relationship with Alonzo. Scherzer's going to come in. He's going to be able to teach Degrom how to stay healthy and fucking be able to pitch as good as he is and stay consistent because. Scherzer's how much older, and he's still been doing it for how long at this point in his career? There's things that little things that you pick up on and that you see from 
a manager standpoint, because you know, obviously they have influence on being like, okay, yeah, I think he'll fit on this team. I think he'll do this. Like Boone's just sitting there saying, oh yeah, that's the biggest name we can go and get. Oh, that's who everyone else wants us to go and get. Oh, that's what people are saying we should go and get. Let's go do that. Cause that works, right? As long as they're good, as long as they look good on paper, they have good stats. It's going to work. No, that's not how it fucking works. Look at fucking Tyler. They've already Tyler Naquin and the guy looks like Adam Dunn in 2013. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, it's it's simple things that you do. You bring in pieces that work. Daniel Vogelback, bring him in. It works. It's it's simple things. It doesn't always have to be the best of the best. And I feel like that's what the the Yankees, because of their offseason, now look into that. And they're like, we didn't go do it this offseason. We have to go do it now. And now they're forcing it at the trade deadline. So and now they're panicking, bring up fucking prospects. And that's where I'm going to go with this. I got two more things I want to talk about with the Yankees. One, they got two prospects coming up tonight, right? Esteban Florio, Oswaldo Cabrera, third baseman, and then wherever they have Florio, I assume in in the outfield, probably center field. I would assume center left, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? You think it's a good time? Do it you is. think we should have brought up Peraza? Um, I do. I say why not? You know what I mean? At, at this point, it's like your, your team's in a slump. You need a bit of a... I mean, fuck. The Mets Give him a big, game. The Bretts... The Bretts. The Mets... He's out. The Mets brought up uh, Brett Beatty as well, right? Huge prospect. Yeah, huge prospect. So it's like... And they're not even... They're still playing well. Yeah, the Braves are creeping up on him, but why not give the kid a shot? You guys are probably going to make the playoffs regardless. Why not see if he can come in and make an actual impact? Because the younger guys, I feel like, can have... That turnaround element, that spark that comes in and, and like ignites this team. That's just something that they needed. And I thought that's what was going to happen when they beat the Red Sox 3 2 when we went with IKF. That's, he hasn't hit a home run all year. That should fucking light a fire under your ass if you're the Yankees. They haven't scored more than three runs in like eight games or something stupid. I know. What team are we watching? It's like it just flipped on its head. So yeah, I think it's a good idea to just to bring it up and, and just. Get a fresh look and, and really put people in perspective. Like, your job is not safe. Get it together. Get in the cage. Work every day and figure out what's wrong with your swing or what pitches, how many bad at-bats you're taking. How many, you know, what 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 accounts are you swinging at? What are you looking for on this count? What's this guy throwing you? What's this guy, right? Like, instead be of a baseball there, player. Be, yeah. a fu- be a baseball. Be smart. All right. Last thing. Last thing with the Yankees. We're going to play a game. All right. This isn't the game you're thinking of. I know it's not. It's a different game. This game right here. This is the one you said I was going to enjoy. Yeah. I'm excited. Now I want you to look just beyond baseball, okay? I want you to look. Can I turn Basket- basketball. Soccer. Okay. Football. Hockey. Fucking tennis. Cricket. I don't give a fuck. Cricket? I don't care. Field hockey? This is what I want you to do. We're going to play a game where I tell you a man and we're going to name people that are just as bad as him or equal to as bad as him in other sports. I'm going to give you the name Aaron Hicks and we're going to draw the closest comparison we can find to any fucking garbage can. Like we're going to, I want to throw out some of the dirty, dirtiest, raunchiest names that we've seen stink it the fuck up over the last 15 years. And I want to see if we can find Aaron Hicks' fucking companion. His, 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 his into his, his fucking zang. 
His fucking Jin to his Jang, dude. Jin I don't know. Whatever jang. the fuck it is. It's yin to yang, his Yang to his Yang. This guy's zooted. Let's find out who the fuck it is. Who do you, do you have somebody in mind that you've been thinking of? Yeah. Who is it? Or are, are we going like down? So I'm every- taking traits, right? I'm taking okay. traits right now. Just guy was good at one point, right? Yep. yep. Like then, that. then just absolutely fell off a fucking cliff, and is hated by his hometown crowd. All right. So that's the that's the approach that I'm trying to take here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of guys like that, where it's just like fuck this guy, he stinks, and he used to be good for the team. And I want to see if we can just find somebody across any any league, any sport, where it's like. We just hate this fucking guy. I'm trying to think. And like, what, no, because like, the, the, the thing of like falling off, I'm, I'm always so shit at trying to like remember that. I want you to think about this. Guy who has came up, or he was good at one point with a team that really didn't mean much, didn't really mean shit. He got brought to a big city. Get I got one. Chance. I got a great one. Oh, God. Who is it? Or you want me to think first? No, I got one. Right. I got a good one. And then we can talk with it, and then maybe one will come yeah, to your head. Yeah, yeah. The first guy that I think of, Ray, of just the same roller coaster, Mitch Trubisky with the Bears. Really? Was great with that. Was great with them when he started. Great? Oh, yeah. He was really good. Dude, you don't remember Mitch Trubisky, Matt Nagy? We're not doing this again. (laughs) We're over that that fucking stage, bro, of Nagy versus Nagy and all this bullshit. What was what was Mitchell Trubisky's best best season? Please tell me. Mitchell Trubisky's best season was twenty nineteen or no twenty eighteen. I'm sorry, where he threw for thirty three hundred yards, twenty four touchdowns, twelve interceptions, with a ninety five passer rating. Was just as good comparably to Aaron Hicks when he was at his best on the Yankees. Yes, or even on the Twins. I mean, yeah, okay, because because like Hicks was never like a stud. And also, what I was gonna say, to be honest, is I was thinking like Mark Sanchez. Ooh, yeah, great one. <laughs> like he brought the Jets. So does it? Let's back see. To back hang on, hang on. Games. We gotta fit that. We gotta fit the checklist. We we got a checklist here. And we gotta mm-hmm. go through it, right? Yep. Played good for for his home team, and his home team loved him because they were like, "Wow, this guy really exceeded where he, expectation." Cha-ching. Where did he go after the Jets? <laughs> we're not talking about it. <laughs> no, because we gotta think. About I think the it was ball. the Eagles. I think it was the Eagles. I thought he just got fucking booted out of the league. No, I think he went to the Eagles. Good. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Roll. Here's your checklist. First, first criteria, right? Did he exceed expectations with the team that he played for originally, and the fans loved him? Ching. Right. Hundred percent. Next. Did he turn into an absolute garbage can, but not fast? Very slowly. Like just got progressively worse. Ching. Next up, does he get booed at his home when he's playing at his home stadium? Ching. Does the coaches love him so much and remember him as his best that they keep him in there even though he really shouldn't be in there anymore? Ching. Did his fucking former head coach get a tattoo of him? <laughs> or what Ching. was it? Was it him or his wife? What did Ryan or his wife get it? You remember that shit? All I know you remember that? is I just made the best checklist ever. That is literally, those two guys are so comparative. Now look at the thing that Hicks just did with like, I feel like that turning around 
Like obviously it's not gonna be That's nearly, the butt fumble. It's not gonna be that's what my thought process was. That's the butt was. fumble. That's what my thought process was. But obviously it wasn't as big as that. Like like that that goes down as in history, right? That Hicks thing is I mean is it's an error. It'll it stay happens. around though. It will stay around. When for he's a cut bit. from the team, that video will surface. Yeah, thanks. No doubt. Thanks for everything, Aaron Hicks, like yeah. joking around. And then it's like, like the that. Storm Humper song yeah. where it's like bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like all his fucking just awful plays, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, yeah. I'll agree on that. Mark right. Sanchez and Aaron Hicks are on the same level of player right now in their in their respective careers. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel like that's a bit harsh. No, it's not. It's it might not be though. No. He, Hicks did it for longer. We'll say that. Aaron Hicks is batting like 130 right now. No, but Mark Sanchez had three good seasons, Joey. Aaron Hicks played good for, I mean, he never had three good seasons with the Yankees, but he was loved. He was a part of a playoff run, and then he fucking fell apart, and it's and he just slowly turned to shit. And then he gets booed when he played at home. And everyone's calling for his neck. And his, coaches, and his coaches or managers won't take him out because they remember the good days. Those guys literally fit like fucking, like yin and yang. Like yin and yang. Like Jin and Jang. Like fucking Tin and Tang. Like Cheech and Chong. Like Wiz and fucking and Snoop. Oh, fuck. Yeah. This man said Jin and Jang. Oh, I love it. That was good. You okay. do that more often. I like like the comparing thing. I think that could be something that, like... Yeah. That, that could be a fun one where we just think of other players and compare them to somebody else in a different sport. Yeah. That's a good one. That was fun. Thanks. All right, let's do this. Be most and we need you. The most pull up um, the Buffalo Bills uh, regular season schedule. Don't not to be confused with the Buffalo Bills preseason schedule. Ray, yeah, I really think what we what we're thinking right now are telepathy. I think it's really happening. What? I really think that the Bills, we're going to project the Bills to have more wins than yeah. the Giants oh, yeah, and the Jets yeah, yeah. combined. No, 100%. I, I think so. I'm not even doubting I think that. it's going to happen. I, yeah, 100%. This is going to get ugly. Because what, what, actually, uh, this is going to get ugly. No, because, I mean, for the first half of the season, that's going to have to be a lot. But they'll have to be like 7-1. and one. So they start with the Rams, BMOs. Okay. And just give us a 3-2-1. And we'll do the first. Oh, I guess we don't know. Do their that. what have we been doing? First nine or ten? Ten. Uh, well, we did eight. We did eight for the Giants. We did nine for the Jets. I think it's because the Giants had a bye week nine, and the Jets had a bye week ten. So let's go nine. First yeah. nine games of the season. Nine. All right. So just to set the table here, we've done the Giants. We've done the Jets. It's only right we do the Buffalo Bills. We're going to project their first half record, just like we did with those guys, and we'll see where this puppy goes. I'm going to say it one more time. After. All right, Bimos. All right, here we go. Week one at Rams. Three, two, one. Rams. I, I just don't know about Stafford. That's the only thing. That's I don't there. know either. So that's why I'm going Bills. Assuming they don't have Stafford. Week two. Titans. Three, two, one. Bills. Bills. Easy. Titans are not even going to be half the football team that they were last year. I mean, they were a fraudulent number one seed in general. Week three at Dolphins. Three, two, one. Bills. 
Bills are in a shred. Dude, I still apart. feel like though, like th- this year is going to be really close. Like I don't think these are going to be like easy wins for the Bills at all. Week four at Ravens. Three, two, one. Bills. Bills. Dude, like you got them four and zero right now. Yeah, I do. Oh, but, then, but this is this is this could be like two and two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and four territory. You know could. what I mean? It very well could. All right. Week five. Steelers. Three, two, one. Bills. Okay. Uh, week six at Chiefs. Three, two, one. Chiefs. I still think the Chiefs are going to get one on them this year. So I'm going to give them that one. Well, we, and we still don't believe that Holmes can beat Allen. Yeah. Even without Tyreek. Week seven. Bye. Week eight. Packers. Three, two, one. Bills. Bills. I don't even know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely so torn. That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. I think all I, these have been hard. I'm going to say this too, and I and we'll they we'll talk about the Packers schedule. at some point. But the Packers are just not the same without Devontae Adams. You can have Aaron Rodgers, but you don't have any receivers. You want one more? Yeah, yeah. Give me week nine. Week nine at Jets. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Three, two, one. Bills. Okay. There's no. I mean, there's no. Obviously, I said they would go what eight and zero. That that that's not gonna happen. That schedule is. And if they do, so I have them at oh, six no, and two. I have seven and one because I have the Chiefs. You, out, but you said you can't see the Ravens losing to any team. No, I really can't. Ravens are really good. Ravens are super good, but the Bills are one of those teams. Um, well, the most. No. How'd you remember that? I don't know. I was just uh, editing some clips, and I remember you on the radio saying that you can't. Nice. Remember. Love Dude, that. I um. That is like a really tough. Like we were ta- we were giving shit to the Jets, but the Jets are like obviously they're they're who they are. Right. That's a tough first half of the season. They like they could be in trouble. How about this? How about we go down this path? I really think, and we'll get back to the Bills. I want to get back to them, but I really think Ray that the level of talent, and this is a broad conversation, but I it, it was the right time to say it. I think across all sports, like the bar. The bottom yeah. bar has raised. Yeah, the shit teams are still shit, but they're good compared to what the shit teams of tw- of fifteen years ago. I were. would say this is this is probably mostly true for the NBA and the NFL right now. I yeah. still think that there's a yeah. lot. Yeah, MLBs. There's, there's a, a lot gap. more. Yeah, there's a gap. There is but, a gap. But baseball. Or we'll look at it like this: basketball. Right? Who's the worst? Who's some of the worst teams in the NBA? The Hornets. The Pistons. The Pistons. The Kings. You look at them right now, and you're like, "Holy God." Even the worst teams have two all stars. Yeah, it just makes the it, the good teams are just that good. Wait, they just don't have depth. But they like don't football, have, they don't have the cap space. But. People are talking about the Jaguars being a decent team this year. People are talking about the Jets being a decent team this year. People have even mentioned the Giants being an okay team this year. Not I, good. I think that there's potential because, like, you still think about and I don't know if you've seen the articles, but it looks. I mean, they're making it out to be that Saquon Barkley is coming back and he's gonna be the MVP this season yeah that's that is how fucking yeah. the New York Post is making it out to me I'm literally reading this every day and if I was a Giants fan my dick would be hitting the ceiling every morning <laughs> reading these articles that is how much they're gassing him up I swear to God like I'm not even bullshitting and trying You're to fuck right dude now. dude like I'm fucking you know what I mean it's on the table but oh oh put that thing away we stopped talking about Saquon sorry <laughs> <laughs> My anaconda does, um, but yeah, I just I don't know. What the fuck oh, were shit. we talking about? What is he holding? Um, what are we even talking about? Do you have yours back? Yeah. Oh no shit! I do. 
Fuck. No, I wanted to talk about the talent cap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, before but you, know you what I mean. before your your yeah, wang so. bounced off the fucking right wall and hit you in the eye. <laughs> no, but it is it is crazy in the like we had we had what? I mean, really one bad team. Yeah. And the Jets we think have potential. You know what I mean? So and that's against a team that is supposed to be the Super Bowl favorite. But every game that he said, I literally cringed and I thought, I'm like, I can't do this on the spot. Yeah. But every time I'm like, uh, if I had to pick one, I'm going with the Bills. Just because they are the Super Bowl favorites. I I think I'm worried that Josh Allen's overhyped. I'm worried. I'm not. I'm Josh Allen that, is literally Hemothy. Dude, he he's he's really good. And honestly, dude, they had a number one defense last year. The Bills second half of the season is and yeah. and then they added in Von Miller, who's going to just play well, Von minimal. Mi- Von Miller is going to be the p- person on that team that automatically halts everything that happened against the Chiefs last year. And, yeah, and doesn't let them lose that game. No, no, no. So that that's why, because I guarantee you, Von Miller would have realized that they should have not kicked the ball out of the fucking end zone and like give them, make them run it out, and have to have a play or t- take it from the two yard line if they want to need it and not run some clock out. Instead of getting the ball at the 25 for free. Yeah. You know I mean, like, there, there's little things. And then just playing off them. Instead of just playing regular coverage, doing normal shit, playing, your, playing what's gotten you to that point. Trusting your defense. Trusting your team to get you where you are and further. Instead of thinking, like, oh, we have to play it safe. Actually have some balls and go out there and play. And that's what Von Miller is going to bring to this defense. And I think, obviously, Josh Allen's made a huge step. It just, it just worries me now that he's, like, all, I feel like already people are like do genuinely think he's better than Mahomes. I'm yeah. just like, how can we think like that? Who, Josh Allen? Yeah, I think he's right there, bro. If he if but if Mahomes comes out and has the same stats as Josh Allen this year with without Tyree Kill, I, I can't even have that conversation. Yeah, I want to I want to have a conversation though about the NFL, and I just want to give our our predictions. Right, I think we need to do the main awards in football. I want MVP. I want Super Bowl champion. Oh, wow. I want um, both conference champions, right? So who's going to put, like, not just who's going to win the Super Bowl, but what's the Super Bowl matchup, right? And we'll do a, I say we do a sweeper team, and we do a team that's going to not live up to the hype. Okay. You cool with that? Yeah. Um, do you, I say we start from the bottom and work our way up. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start with a team that I think is under the radar. Okay. And I don't know. Let me see if I can pull up their projected wins, uh, just so I can really prove my point here. Uh, NFL projected wins. Oh, we'll do projected standings. Perfect. Who's this according to? So I can get the same ones off you. Uh, I'm gonna try and find them from. I'm uh, sports. Uh, no. ESPN. NFL season predict predict projections. Oh my god. Are you good? <laughs> no, I'm never good anymore, bro. Okay. Here's some projections. We'll just go off sports knot. Okay, good. All right, just so we can kind of get on the same page here. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have, like, projected standings or anything? No, I think they just have the teams. Just go to ESPN. What's the problem with that? Okay. But this is just so far, so so long ago. When was it? May. All right. Like that's not good. That's not fun. I think I think we just go off the dome. How about that? I'm just gonna go off the dome with this. If you can find something where it projects their wins, well then that's great, but I can't. Oh, that's one. Huh? Oh, that's one. 
They don't have any stats. What do you mean? No, oh, right for, here? Yeah, 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 in the second round. All right, here we go. Cool. All right, here we go. So first off, a sleeper team. I mean, this doesn't have them as much of a sleeper, uh, but I guess I'll do this one. Um, I got two teams that I'm really thinking of could really be better than you think they're going to be so, this year. Yeah, I think sleeper team could either mean a team that you think is you really think is going to be people are saying is going to be middle of the pack that you think has a chance to go and make some noise and, and perform more than what they're saying that is going to happen. Yeah, correct, hundred percent. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings. Let's see that. Uh, what I are think they projected. They're projected nine wins, nine point two wins. Okay. Uh, they have a 55% chance of making the playoffs and a 26.1% chance of uh, winning the division, okay? They have a 2.6% chance of winning the Super Bowl. I'm just going to say this, and I mentioned it a little earlier in the show. I really don't think the Packers are going to be that good anymore. You lost your best player. He, Like, I get it. He, I get you have a two-time ah, MVP. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> but there has to be somebody to get the ball to. Yeah. And, like, he has nothing anymore. Yeah, he doesn't have nothing. He has close to nothing. Yeah, I mean, he has Aaron Jones and he has uh, AJ. Yeah, one of the most dynamic one-two back combos in the league. I know he doesn't have much on the the receiver Devontae Adams, if we could go through and see how much Devontae Adams really took him out of shitty situations the last couple seasons. Oh, no, I'm not saying we he would, didn't. Our minds would be blown. I'm not, I'm not saying he didn't. He was a safety net. He was usually, a bell. Usually, yeah. He was a safety net and a star all in one, like, you know, yeah, one no, player. Yeah, no, he's that good. But I, I still think that – I don't think the Packers going to be bad, but I, I like what you're saying. I think that the Vikings are a team that can, that can actually be We got to just mention it right now, all right? So we're sitting here doing the podcast Wednesday, August 17th. Just got the notification – Brett Beatty hit a hit a home run in his first at bat. No fucking way! Yep, straight out of a movie. Mets number two prospect drills two run shot to start MLB career. I love it. Dude. That's so I sick. I love him. That's so sick. I love. That's him. great. He's so he's that's, that's so sick. Yeah, that's you know how awesome that must feel. for oh, him? Oh yeah, he must feel amazing. Um, and Buck Showalter's a great manager. So there you go. <laughs> Picked a good time. But moving on, uh, back to what we were saying. Um, I just don't think the Packers are going to have the juice that they had before, and I think that the Vikings are a good football team. And yes, I do think Justin Jefferson can make that much of an impact on a division too. Yeah. Like he is the, he has the most yards by any receiver ever, ever through two seasons. Yeah. The Vikings are, are sneaky. I think that, I think they can win a division. Um, You know, what's funny is I, cause I'm kind of like looking at other teams and I'm like, I, I don't really know where I could go with this. Um, cause I feel like everyone's kind of at a good spot. I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. That's the that's my other team. The I was Raiders. Go with the Raiders. Just Absolutely. Because they're projected to come in fourth. I think they're a team that could easily win this division. They're gritty. They, they're they, very they gritty. Really are. And that's a, that's undoubtedly no no. This is based on health. That's the best. That's the best division in football. Th- this though. this team. If if the Raiders stay healthy, they have a shot. The problem, I think, the biggest problem in this division, and I know we're, I was just saying, you know, people are doubting Mahomes and shit. Bro, the Chargers, man, are are different looking They're on paper. Built. Like this, this division, like you have to play everybody twice. That's six of your games yeah. that you're playing, you know, are going to be down to the wire, nitty gritty. Raiders, are, three Raiders the, are great. Three of the Broncos are great. The Chiefs are great. And the Chargers are great. So all three teams have great quarterbacks and great complementary pieces 
to this. We have to see still what Javante can do in Denver. We have to see the healthiness of, of Waller and Josh Jacobs in, in, um, in Las Vegas. We have to see what kind of step Justin Herbert takes because we kind of thought he was going to take that step last year. He they did. He was good. He, he just was, wasn't amazing. He wasn't right. He wasn't. Everyone thought he was going to take over and be like, oh, he's Patrick Mahomes now. Oh, he's the MVP this year. This or that. He's so, good. Yeah. I he think wasn't that, Patrick Mahomes. Though. Right. Yeah. Exactly. My okay. All right. So fair. I'll go with the Raiders. All right. Uh, now let's go team that has high expectation. You think they're not going to be as good. Uh, I kind of already mentioned mine, the Packers don't think they're going to be as good as people portray them to be. Um, I have one more team too. I, I think honestly, I, I don't love the Eagles. I don't. That's the, all right. All right. I like, I know everyone's high on Jalen hurts and everything like that, but, and I know they just got, um, AJ Brown, AJ Brown. Yeah. I was about to say Antonio Brown, but and this could be a shit take, honestly. I don't know. But I genuinely think that, for me, I need to see the Eagles put full trust in Jalen Hurts. It's not that I don't have trust in Jalen Hurts. It's the fact that if he goes out and they start the season 0-3, he could be benched immediately. You know what I mean? Like It just depends on the start of the season. So that's what worries me about this Eagles team is they come out slow and they start off shitty, right? Jalen Hurts has been – it's been shown by this coaching staff that they have a short leash. They're not going to wait around and wait for a guy to be great, even though his projections and people are saying that he looks good. Like the Eagles have have shown to fuck that up and haven't shown that they have full trust in him yet. And that's what worries me more than actually thinking like not me saying like, oh, this team's overrated. Oh, Jalen Hurts is overrated. I just don't know with with the coaching staff. I think they've brought in the right pieces. Um, but Miles Sanders, he worries me. I, I think Gainwell might even get more touches this year than Miles Sanders, who a couple of years ago we were looking at as a really good running back in this league, or at least a solid running back. And now you have A.J. Brown over there taking catches away from Devontae, Devontae Smith. Smith. You're a run-heavy offense. You know they I mean? have a stacked offense. So, they do. Yeah, they have a stacked they offense. They do, but obviously they're going to run right, they first. Have to, they have to do it. They're more of a Ravens-type thing. What right. do the Ravens have? They don't right. even have a single wide receiver one. Right. Um. But I'll go Packers, and then I'll also go. Uh, I'm going to go Buccaneers too. Okay. Um, their their offensive line is absolutely slaughtered right now. They have so many injuries um, across their line and on their offense. They don't know when Godwin's officially going to be good. Uh, there's just a lot of question marks, and right, like I get you bring in Julio Jones, you lose Gronk. It's not the same. Julio Jones isn't the same. Uh, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay with those two teams, the two vets, two quarterbacks, right. You got Brady and you got Rodgers. I know. I get it. Whatever. Fuck you, Joey. But that's just my thoughts. Um, let's go. Uh, what, what did I say next? MVP? Yeah, we can do that. We can do that next. Yeah, you want to do MVPs? Sure. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, who do you think right now is going to be the NFL MVP at the end of this year? That might be the toughest question you've asked me yet on this podcast today. Um, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go with the dark horse. Why not, why not stick with the theory here, Joe? As I say, Joe. Joe Burrow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think, I think he's got something to prove. I don't, um, do I think he's actually going to win? Probably not. Well, that's your pick. That's just going to be my pick because I, I want to see him succeed. I like, I like watching Joe Burrow play. Now he has an offensive line in front of him so he can actually sit there and have time. He's got another year with, uh, with T Higgins, with Jamar, um, you know, hopefully Joe Mixon stays healthy. Oh, and, and this team has gotten better, and that's been said and across that's what I mean. the league. Like, he's not even in the top five in MVP voting for this year, and I feel like, you know, 
that's just kind of like what he did with what he did last year. Maybe he wasn't great in the regular season, but he showed out in the playoffs at every single game. So I'm just going to go with him just because I feel like a lot of people are still doubting him and they're not even putting him in like the top seven or eight conversation. And it's just kind of like what this dude did last year to get this team like they beat the Titans. They they went on and, and, and like beat the Chiefs. Right. Yeah. Like, like they went and did that. So how, how it happened, regardless. But they had a chance of, of winning the Super Bowl last year, and if they didn't have, come up against a team like that in the Rams, then they probably would have. Go Josh Allen. I think that's a fair choice. He's yeah. been he's been on the brink of greatness, like complete greatness, for how many seasons now? Right? Like how many times has he just missed out? Yeah. I think this season he puts it all together. He proves that he's the best player in the in the NFL, and kind of says, all right, you know what? Like now's my time. Bada bing, bada boom. I think he wins an MVP and. Um, I think he, he's going to do great things with this team this year, but I won't give it away yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what do we want to do? Uh, projected Super Bowl matchup? Um, do you want to go or do you want to stick with the words quick and just do like offensive player of the year? We can do offensive player of the year. Yeah. I just feel like it's so broad because they do like different like. Uh, well, basically, MVP is basically who's the best quarterback in the league. Right. And okay. then offensive players, who is the best wide receiver slash running back. All right. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Let's so, go. Let's um, do it. For me, it's going to be CMC. Run CMC. Yeah? Mm-hmm. If he stays healthy, man, I, I truly believe he can have a, a really outbreak year just like he was. I, I loved watching him play. When he does play, he brings so much to the table um, regardless. And I think he's finally going to have – look, I'm not sitting here saying Baker Mayfield's a great quarterback, but I think that he he's a functional quarterback that showed that he can win games with a, with a capable running back, right? He, we saw what he did in Cleveland when they had a good defense, they had a good run game, and, and they had – you know, obviously they don't have the best receivers, but he's going to make it work with what he has, I feel like. And obviously, barring – I need Christian McCaffrey to stay healthy to have a chance at this award, so please – you know, pray, prayers up for him for this season because watching him play is w- truly one of the best things I've seen in a very, very long time. The way he's able to to run the ball and catch and run the football, it's it's crazy. So I'm going to go with my pick that I want to see win rather than who I think is going to win. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Debo Samuel. I like that one. All I right. thought about that one, but I, I say I, this. Yeah. I say this because we already saw what he was able to do with Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And if the 49ers are really talking the talk and walking the walk with Trey Lance. Uh, I do know that Kyle Shanahan is a fucking crazy coach and a genius. And Ray, if you can untap the other 25 to 30% of that playbook that you couldn't use with Jimmy G and now you can use with Trey Lance because he's mobile and he can do certain things that Jimmy G just couldn't do. Mm -hmm. Debo Samuel is going to fucking catch for fucking a thousand yards. He's going to run for a thousand yards. Like this dude's going to be stupid. Yeah. Um, and he, they use him whatever wherever they want, right? Like the dude can even throw the fuck football, if you like need whatever to, you need yeah. him to do. If Trey Lance ain't doing, I just that good, think just he, like he he is the the 49ers offense, right? Like mm-hmm. I, at least that's what I think in my head. Obviously, Kittle's there and Lance is there, and you know they have decent running backs. But I think Debo is going to be so dominant this year; it's going to be stupid. And Debo opens up everything else for everybody else, right? At, right. To your point of. The, the fact that they can bring in any running back in their in their offense and basically they can go for 100 yards every single series. Because think about fantasy last year. Who was the number one running back you were looking to pick up every week? It was the Niners because they had a fucking different one every week. Right. They had so many injuries last year, but everybody that they brought in, they had two, three touchdowns with 100 yards. You didn't even know who to keep on your team half the time, right? Um, so, yeah, I think that Debo opens that up for everybody else, and I think he's a, he's a playmaker that um, – you know, I don't think Cup's going to have... Uh, I think he'll have a great season, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he'll be triple crown-esque. 
No, I, uh, I think that's it's it's hard to do that more than once. Yeah, uh, and I do think Justin Jefferson's going to be right in that conversation mm-hmm. too. I agree. Uh, but let's go defensive player of the year. Um, you know it's tough for me. I'm, I'm not going to go with one of the top three though. Uh, you know the top three. It's Garrett, Donalds, and Watt. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bosa. You know Nick Bosa. Um, kind of on like a you know it's almost like a comeback, right? And I, I don't know. I like I. I just can't. I can't get behind those guys, and I don't like the Cowboys. So that's that's really my my thought process. There's so many good ones. There's so many good defenders. Like yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to judge and be like, oh yeah, that guy's the best. Like there's so many dominant, impactful players on defense. Uh, yeah. That uh, like you just have to you have to literally be involved in every single play to to be a defensive player of the year. I, and like those guys are involved every single play. They're all pass rushers. Yeah. No. And I, and I think too. Another thing is like I feel like. Every year, or most of the years for a defensive player, it's either a guy who's been there or it's a guy who comes out of nowhere, right? And just has, like, an, an insane season, has that one-off season. Like, you don't really see that too often with, like, MVPs or Offensive Player of the Years. Like, you kind of know at the start of the season who who you're going to get. Kind of, It was a little bit last year. Like, we didn't expect Cooper Cup to go and win the Triple Crown, right? right. And, and be be the player that he was. Um, I'm going to go with an interesting one. I'm going to stick with the fucking – my cousin's going to love me. and I'm going to hate myself for this. But I'm going to go with Max Crosby. I love the way he plays. As much as I'm a Denver Broncos fan, he's a Raider. He's so good. I just love watching him play. I he's do, so I, good. I, he's a guy that you want on your team, right? Um, I'm going to go with Max Crosby. I like who the way is it? Crosby and who? Oh, uh, you put me on the spot. Um, who are the two pass rushers? It's like the two headed monster out there. Yeah, it's not Khalil yeah. Mack. Yeah. Uh, no, Khalil Mack. No. He used to be. God, you're putting me on the spot. And like we've already Raiders. My fucking brain is not here tonight, brother. <laughs> Who is it though? No, now because now now I want to know. Yeah, obviously. Max Crosby, that's a great one. Yeah, love that. Um, Chandler is it Chandler Jones? No. Um, who is it, bro? Yeah, call my fucking cousin right now. Max Crosby and Gakwe. Yeah, they're gonna be really good. Holy God, Carl Nassib. Yeah, they have a good team. That's why I picked them to. Well, you you thought the same. Thing. Right. All right. They're gonna, they're gonna be Whatever. Yeah. I like Max Crosby. I love that. That dude's got some fire, and he's an ex. Uh, he's an ex druggie, I think. So like, he's just fucking crazy, <laughs> and like he tells everybody, he's like, "Yeah, I'm fucking crazy." Yeah. So I love that. I love that pick. Um. All right. Uh, what's next? You want to do uh, rookie of the year? Yeah, we'll do rookie of the year. Offensive. Just one. Just offensive. Yeah. What do you got? Oh, I'm going. Yeah. My bad. I'm gonna go with O H I O. Not the one you're thinking of. I'm going with Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, really? Yeah. Well, I why? think that this team, obviously, it's going to be tough without Zach Wilson the first couple of weeks of the year. Um, but uh, I don't know if you've read Joseph. But the other Joseph, Mr. Flacco. Mr. Flacco is looking good. He went 14 of 17 in preseason with three touchdowns. And, you know, he was getting along with pretty well. That man right there. So I think once he comes, I think once uh, once Wilson comes back too, I just think the way that they're going to use him in this offense, they want they want to get him, and they obviously um, Elijah Moore is is a great player in his own right. Pretty all they have a lot of young guys that could pop off this year. Oh yeah, I think that I, I'm just sticking with my with I wore the shit today, so yeah, I, I could have easily went with Alave. He's he's my number one guy, but Wilson I think is getting a little bit put underneath there just because there's so many rookies and so many people that he has to overcome to to be the number one guy. Um, in New York, so I think I'm just gonna go with him. I think I'm gonna go with Kenny Pickett. 
Um, I think it's a okay. it's a safe pick, but I also do really I can almost see uh, just how this season's going to play out for the Steelers. It's going to be Mitch that starts. He's going to come in. He's going to fucking suck, and they're going to rip him out. And the expectation's going to be so low. And Kenny Pickett's going to come in and win him a couple games. And I really think that's just how the narrative is going to be written. And you're going to you're going to see such a quick turnaround from Ben Roethlisberger to Kenny Pickett that it's going to blow your fucking marbles. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go Kenny Pickett in this one. I'm not going to get too crazy into it. I just think that he has uh, he's set up to um, for success. He's going into a good football team with good receivers, a good running back, a good team. And I think like when you're when you have that around you, it's it makes it that in a great coach, yeah. a an amazing coach. So that's what I think of that. Um, do you want to do our Super Bowl matchup? Why not? It's gonna kill me to say this. Are you I ready? I didn't really want to say these. There's no dude to me. Like if if Stafford's hurt. Like hurt, hurt. There, there's one team in the NFC. There's one team. It's the Bucks. It's the Bucks. It's the Bucks and the Chargers. That's why I think it's going to the Super Bowl. Bucks Chargers. Mm-hmm. If if Stafford's hurt, if Stafford ain't hurt, they they're clearing the NFC. I don't think anybody's touching them. I don't think anybody's touching. I'm them. between two teams in the NFC, and I got to make a decision. I honestly, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate your Vikings pick. To be completely honest, I don't think the Vikings. No, Oops. I honestly wouldn't. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with this team. All right, I'm gonna make a hot take right here, chefing it up. Here we go. My Super Bowl is going to be. Don't say something stupid. The 49ers. Shut the fuck. And the Bills. I can see it. Why not? They've the got 49ers. The 49ers have been on the brink. Of success for like three years, right? When I say success, I mean being champions. I think they expect and and believe that Trey Lance is going to come right in and be that missing piece. And I I I think Shanahan's the best coach in the league, personally, on my scale. And I just think like this kid's game ready. And I think if if the, he just ha- he has to be ten percent better than what Jimmy Garoppolo was. And if the rest of the team does what they've done the last couple of years and Debo does what he has to do and Kittle and the defense and everything, I think they're ba- they're they're bound to go back to the Super Bowl. And then of course on the AFC side, Josh Allen's been right there, man. Right? He's been he, he's been so close that he could fucking taste it. Right? Now you have spicy, now man. you have no more fucking you have if you're the Bills in your head right now, that I get there's other good teams in the AFC now. Like great teams. But if you're the Bills, you have one focus, and it's literally find the fucking Chiefs, hunt them down, and kill them, right? Like, that's that's what their mindset is, though, right? It's find them and murder them when they see them. Or just get, yeah, get and them the Chiefs, out as soon as possible. Yes, and, and, I think, and I think, like, they don't care about any other team right now. They you know, just Another thing, too, yeah. they got to play at home. They got they got to lock up home field advantage. Let me tell you, because I think you don't want to go that you don't, don't want to go to Buffalo. No, because that was literally the coldest I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah, I mean, what did it they hurt. do? What it did hurt. they do? They put up fucking what fifty? It hurt. They put up fifty. It hurt. I mean, it was the Patriots, but it hurt so bad. Am I? And now for our Super Bowl champions, Raymond. Who did I say? Bucks and the. I'm gonna go Chargers. Chargers. I'm gonna go Buffalo Bills. I think. Uh, I think it's just time. It's time for a, for a New York sports scene to I really just, bring like, it, dude, bring it I, home. 
I think there's a ton of teams that you could look at and be like, they have a, they have a possibility of winning. I feel like it's so open this year. On the AFC side, if bro, I'm telling you, if Stafford's hurt, I think it really could be like if Tom Brady is finally at that point, which I'm not saying he is. But if Tom Brady's finally at that point where it's like, oh, I'm not Tom Brady anymore. I have to have a downward year at least a little bit, and I'm not, you know, winning us football games every single game. Every I'm going to close you with this, right? You're going to be very surprised by week three or four with how many times Brady's been sacked. Bro, his his he, offense, his star-studded sacked, offensive line he don't get sacked. is gone. He throws the football away. I'm just saying he's going to be banged up. He might be. It's going to be ugly for the Bucks. Yeah, no, he's I don't gonna, think it's. I don't think they're they're going to be good this great this year. Yeah, I think they're going to be a good team. I think it's yet great. to be seen. I think that like I just every time I've ever doubted Tom Brady, Todd Bowles is now the head coach. Fucking throwing it right back in my face. Todd Bowles is now the head coach too. Todd Bowles was also a really good offensive coordinator. Sure learned, was one under Andy Reid. So or offensive or de- defensive? Yeah, I, I think he was defense coordinator. I didn't just say Andy Reid. No, you said uh, Bruce, Arians. Bruce Arians. I heard you. Um, <laughs> I get it, though. I get the confusion. <laughs> what the fuck's that supposed to mean? It looked like. No, oh, you guys are assholes. Uh, anything else? <laughs> hey, anything, anything from Kobe? What was he here for? 20, it is seven left? Kobe <laughs> walked in. That was pretty wild. <laughs> Why did he even Walked in, in. Showed his face. Uh, fucking yucked a few things across the room. Yeah. Threw some shit. No, he came in, ate a sub, and did. He did. He did. He's a weird special. So, Kobe, if you're listening to this, I don't know what the fuck you're doing right now, but you better be doing something good. What do you have to go and do? I don't know. I don't know. So, if you're listening to this, Kobe, it better be something good. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you uh, for listening to another uh, show here from Any Given Fun Day. And uh, check us out on all your social medias. Follow us on TikTok, uh, YouTube, if you want to watch the visual of the shows. And uh, as always, we appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you go check out our great sponsors. Of course, we have Manscaped, right? Go check out the lawnmower. You got the nose trimmer. You got it all, right? Clean up. If you're a fella, go clean up. Use code FUNDAY at checkout, 20% off your entire order. It's appreciated, and it's also going to help your balls. And, you know, as Ray said before, your balls are going to thank you. So is your wife or your woman. Yeah. Um, or your hand. Uh, depending. Or your man. Yeah. Or your hand. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or your man. Or your man. Yeah, right. We don't judge here. We don't judge here. Um, But other than that, um, also 12 Months of June Barbershop, OG Goat, Mm -hmm. uh, June. Find him on the Booksy app. It might take a little while because he's just a busy guy now. I think that has something to do with us. I'd like to say it does. Uh, But 12 Months of June, find him on uh, the Booksy app at 12 Months of June. And uh, if you're ever going for a haircut or you know somebody that's getting a haircut, we'll make sure you say, hey, we were listening to Fun Day. We know about the Fun Day guys, so we just put one and two together. Uh, Other than that, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We'll be back on the radio on Sunday. and uh, Hopefully I'm there. Hopefully yeah. I'm alive. And uh, Raymond, as always, make sure. You don't forget. You always let the fun days roll. <laughs>